hitting record. This is going to be a technique episode. There was some very intense, I guess, teabagging, some dancing. Patty, in fact, backed it up, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the cage. I am your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Rafa Sparza. Raph, before we get to our very illustrious guest, how are you? Good. Can I just say, though, that it is very weird to go from, I don't know, Jordan does have a chance, which wasn't out of the league, especially if you saw the first round, to, yeah, you were talking about Patty's fat shaming, him showing his ass, Jordan talking about twerking, and then Patty saying, like, I'm going to teabag him, and then he does sort of simulate it, but I don't know that any of us would have predicted that Jordan, after getting choked out, would have opened his mouth and stuck his tongue out. So <laughs> it did kind of defy a lot of logic. And yet when it happened, I thought that makes perfect sense. But it looked like the chaos that anybody who teaches a kid's class knows where you can't get rule and order. And there are kids who just look like they're farting around. And then one kid with his tongue out and you go, oh, God, why did I ever agree to do this? This is the dumbest choice ever. No rules in London. No rules. Not. Um, but yeah, you were talking about our, our guest as to kind of signpost. So every time we come up with a new addition of Over Under Kevin, I think, how do I beat this challenge? And what listeners may not know is this is actually our hundredth installment of Over Under Kevin, which means we've been doing this for a bit. And we've had a lot of big name guests come on. A lot of people who fought in the UFC. Someone named Rafael Lovato Jr. Once upon a time, a few times, just to, I don't know why I named it. It just came up, Raph. I mean, it does seem like a very important name to bring up if you are going to bring up any names. But I guess what I'm saying to you is the gentleman on the phone today on the line with us is a fighter with an 11-2-1 record, Kevin. He is fighting out of Oklahoma. And I would say he's got a pretty good record because he is a champion in the elevator organization. And I would say, Kevin, I always like that element of danger of somebody who really could be dangerous to you. And not just from the MMA side. He's got a really good jiu-jitsu game, too. So why don't we go ahead and welcome our guest, friend of the show, one, Aaron McKenzie. Aaron McKenzie, welcome as the 100th over under guest how are you feeling sir i'm feeling great man i'm happy to be here for this super important episode <laughs> well we'll see if it's super important i don't know <laughs> i don't know it's any knock on you and more on us but it, we're it glad could have been have... episode could have been episode 69 and it would have been just as important because i'm here <laughs> the very very astute analysis so yeah no i mean we've done a lot of episodes of the regular show but over under Kevin episodes are very important to us here because they really seem to figure out how much we know about fighting. So are you somebody who bets on fighting? Do you make predictions often? Because, you know, to me, you talk trash to me, but I don't know that people see that. You know, these are direct messages that you send to me. Everybody else sees you as a very mild mannered savage who's very nice and polite, but are you somebody who in, indulges in some of these online bets? Uh, so I'm not much of a better. Uh, I don't make enough money to bet money at this point. 
Um, so I'm, I mostly keep my picks to myself, even my wife. Uh, she, she'll ask me who I want to win a fight that we're watching. And I'll be like, I don't really care uh, who wins as long as the fight's good. And she'll be like, oh, of course you don't, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that's usually where I'm at on picking things. Uh, but I, I do like to get in every once in a while on some topology picks. I'll go put some stuff together. Oh, so there's an actual record of uh, what you're doing out there, huh? They are out there. It's on the internet. Interesting. I'm going to see if I, I mean, I'm on your topology page right now. Uh, so I really can't figure this out, but I will look up maybe on the sign inside. Kevin, do you have questions for Aaron that you would like to start off? Because again, this is the part where you guys are friends. Sure. In about 20 minutes or so, it's about to. This is the fun part. I'm always curious, Aaron, you train at one of our favorite gyms with one of our favorite people. Lovato goes way back with the MMA training. How do you get started out in this world and and what's training like with those beasts? I train out in Colorado. Uh, used to train under Lovato, similar with uh, Jubera. So we'd see them all the time. But I'm just curious what the scene's like. How'd you walk into that gym? Um, yeah, actually, funny enough, I started out my MMA career at a smaller gym uh, in a small town. And then when we moved back to Oklahoma City, uh, after I finished my master's degree, we ended up moving and I tried out three or four different places. Um, and I, I realized that, you know, Rafael Lovato's school was a mile from my house. Uh, but at the time, I, I didn't have the best experience with Lovato because we fought on a legacy fight championship card uh, when I was naming. Uh, and I was actually the very first fight of the night. So I was warming up. Uh, and they basically kicked me off the mat so that they could get some uh, some B-roll footage of him hitting mitts for a second. So I'm warming up, trying to get ready for my fight, and they kicked me off the mat just so they can get some B-roll of him. Uh, so I, I was like, this, who is this guy? I don't even care. I'm trying to fight. I got a fight coming up, and they're, they're pushing me off the mat. And so uh, that it just ended up being funny that I went to his place and met him and uh, did my very first class with him and put the gi on after that, and uh, it just ended up working out to where uh, I became one of his main training partners for a long time in his Bellator run. Uh, ended up working out really great for the both of us. What were, what were you in grad school for? Uh, so I got my master's in health and kinesiology. Oh, bringing the science to this insane world you're also in. Uh, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, a little bit. Got three three health degrees. Okay, this is this partially explains why you're able to maintain lightweight. I always think about that, but it does uh, add up. Okay, so you were already in the MMA world, and then that this sort of sweeps into the obviously the jujitsu side. But it's always crazy to me the people you just did you just crank into MMA, or was this is there a wrestling background here, Raph, that maybe I just don't know about? I mean, he's right there. You can ask him if you want. And were you a wrestler? Unfortunately, out. no. There was there was no wrestling, okay. wrestling team at my school. Whew. Whew. No, sorry. We're just you know you already here, crazy enough to get in the MMA cage. Throws the gi on after. Just wanted to make sure there was still like some era. I want to b- gauge how much smack I can talk during the fight picking. <laughs> this is excellent. And you were. It looks like from your Twitter, you were also watching UFC London, cheering on the Patty antics. I did. I, I was I was really excited for it. I, I've actually become a big fan of Patty's as much as I would love to fight that. 
Yeah, hey, we'll make that happen because we can. Uh, we'll just raise the status. We'll talk enough smack. I might be overpromising our reach, ref. <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned that, Kevin. But I also want to point out something here, which is, you know, since we're talking a little bit about London, I do think it is important to kind of acknowledge one thing, which is that at the very end of the show, uh, Patty and Molly, correct? They uh, they had a good night. And they're friends and they train together. <laughs> and there was a whole post show with Karen Bryant, the Disney prince himself, Alan Jordan. And then they're just talking. And Kev, every other word was them going like, hey, over here. And then this guy over there. And then you all hear him. We'll go. Oh, governor. And I win, win, well over there. I'll go one day. Yeah, yeah. And here comes Michael Bisping. And they try to be very effusive, but they are throwing compliments as way to say, yeah, my opinion, if it wasn't for you, we won't be, you know what? And he's like, um, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, the look on his face was, thank you for acknowledging me, Michael Bisping. Uh, you would have done it anyway without me. But also, can you repeat, like, every fifth word you're saying because I'm just dropping off on some of these words and he wasn't embarrassed he looked like a proud older brother of a family he only occasionally sees but that to me I think was the biggest benefit of seeing them both win that night and uh, Molly's been running with it like she got approval from the rock because she hit somebody with a spinning back elbow so it was uh, it was a good night. So I'm glad that you like that. Was there anything else that stuck out to you uh, from that evening, sir? The question is to Aaron. Um, I was just finally happy that a couple of people were able to start breaking through and getting some finishes. Uh, but back to back to Patty and his tea bag. It was it was a terrible <laughs> terrible tea bag. Uh, tea bag, you, you drop one knee. You know, it's not it's not a squat like you did. You just did a little power squat in Jordan's face. Uh, I'm happy you followed through. I just would have liked a little better execution on the actual teabag, being an avid teabagger myself. I, okay. I was shocked by the – I like that everybody embraced it, but I went the opposite way. I was like, oh, God, I hope this doesn't start a trend because we're going to get some angry post-fights. We almost got one this time, as was. Yeah. If if it happens to me, we're fighting again, and I don't care if you just knock me out. <laughs> we're fighting again, and you're gonna have to do it twice. Based off of your pictures, I believe you. You sound uh, that that sounds like a stern warning. Raf, someone teabags you on the mats. What's what are we doing? Uh, uh, it's well, first of all, it's not happening because I don't mind tapping out, but I would have the ability to at least kick them off because they have to turn around. There's a whole thing that happens here that I just don't understand how you would let it happen. And I think Jordan recognized that, oh, shit, he's doing it. Ah, and then sticks out his tongue like Michael Jordan trying to fly in the air and put it away. I just thought, well, I guess that's how it was supposed to go. Without any rehearsals, sure looked like it was rehearsed. So... I guess that's good that you've come up with that. But Aaron, you said that you're an avid teabagger. That's not something <laughs> I was that surprised the underlying I feel you need to really boast about saying like I do this regularly. I think in some places that's a form of harassment 
So I don't talk know to... if this is a fact, but less than five people with master master's degrees teabag <laughs> annually. It can't be more than five. You're on a small list. <laughs> and I, I just like to break ground. I don't know. Ground break. Good for you. But I, I will say, Kevin, the thing that makes it more upsetting is that he has degrees and his main qualm was that he wasn't using good form. So really putting that kinesiology background and education to use here, Kevin. True. Got to have posture. Yep. So we're going to get to some things here in a second. Uh, but Kevin, do you have any kind of closing questions before I turn it back over to him where he can ask you questions? Because again, you know, it's easy to assume we're besties because we're all connected to Lovato. But as I found when he's threatening me and I threaten him back, you know, there is a little bit of trash talk element that's already built in in this dynamic. So I don't want to make it seem like he's going to beat you up because of me. I want him to beat you up because of who you are. Right. So what kinds of questions do you have before I hand the reins over to Senor McKenzie? Sure. What is your your biggest MMA area of opportunity right now in your game? Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think through that one. Uh, it's opportunity as far as uh, where, where do you mean exactly? What's your um, biggest what... weakness? If, uh, <laughs> if yeah, there's you, you don't have a lot of losses, but how do they get hold in on, there? Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the best way I've ever heard Kevin phrase. Tell me your weakness. Which was, <laughs> I Tell me what makes you tick a little bit in a bad way. <laughs> um, I just, I was looking for for the assessment i thought for a second he was like you know i'm thinking nothing comes to mind i thought that was where that was headed yeah yeah uh very very easy to choke 100 percent. put your energy into getting a choke Mm. see this is a lie this is where things yeah i think that was a trap that's a total trap that's yeah i I know okay kev maybe he's opening it up maybe we can say some random submissions and see what his response is to them so if I were to say to you, what's your Kimura defense like, Aaron? What would you say? Grab his dick and twist it. Okay. See, this is where we're learning a lot about him and his strategies and probably also why he's champion. Uh, Street fighting, let- right? It does work. Uh, Aaron, if I were to say armbar defense, what would you say? Bite the fucking elbow. Okay. But, I mean, you Curses know, are good, right? We can cuss. Cussing? Oh, oh, you yeah. can curse as much as you want. Okay. The elbow skin I is thin too, which is helpful because <laughs> you get the teeth in. I just want to point out, Aaron, any show that I produce is not going to be made for kids. Like, uh, yeah, no. I don't like not... them. Well, even the other day, uh, I was doing some work with one of my guys, and we were doing a hard training session next to a father and son who was getting a private from one of my friends. And I was so nervous. I go, oh, man, I don't want to curse in front of this kid. This kid's like 11. That doesn't seem right. The guy who's my buddy who's giving them a private is like, all right, so this is some fucked up shit. Am I right? And I go, oh, I don't have to worry about anything then. But that's <laughs> how he's talking to them. I guess I'm in good hands here. I'll lead with this one, though. Aaron, if I were to say footlock defense, what would be your response? Power to the butthole. Okay. See, there is a recurring theme here, and I do think we've learned a lot about this man's escape methods, Kevin. So I picked that up from Dean Lister. 
and his knowledge of anatomy again impressive though yep that's exactly how dean lister says it too real brutus like to go and just put the butt in there yeah you get out so aaron now that you've learned a little bit about how we do this show and you learned that Kevin was able to cross-examine you. It's unfair to have you talk trash to Kevin without getting to know him. So what would you like to know about Kevin? Open book. What's your favorite footlock? For the Estima. Can't do it, but it's my favorite. Okay. Okay. Quick sock lock. Mm-hmm. I've watched maybe 6,000 videos on it. Still can't do it very well. Okay. I think I care about people's ability to walk too much. Fix that. Would you tap to pressure? Yo, gladly. <laughs> yeah, just thinking about it sometimes. Absolutely. That's all I needed to know. Yeah. Oh wow. That's so. I have found if you just lightly <laughs> blow on someone's neck, they will usually lift their shoulder. But it's it's, it's tactic. <laughs> then you're getting double pressured. Well, okay. Listen, I think he's asking that also to know. Man, if Lovato really turned it on, Kevin, I think I think Kevin would be in some trouble here because I'll tell you this much. Somebody was asking me about this uh, the other day. They're like, what does it feel like to roll with really, really good people? And they're like, who would you say gave you the toughest role of all the people you've interviewed? And I said, I don't think anybody goes all out on me. Like, there's only a couple guys. And I happen to be. You know what it was? I was sitting next to John Combs. And I looked at his dad, who was kind of asking the question. And I go, Combs on you know, you, yeah, and I go, you know, bitch. your son is an active shooter in jujitsu. Like he is somebody who murders people. And he's kind of looking at me. He's both a little proud, but also like a little like, oh, and I go, you've seen his work. But for sport, he's trying to kill me and I'm not that good. And to him, beating me is impressive. And to me, it is not impressive. So (laughs) when I tell him this, uh, you know, we're joking about it. He's like, yeah, but really, like, who of the celebrities or the big names that you've rolled with? And I was like, for example, I rolled with Lovato, and it was very kind. However, I know what Lovato does. He does not roll very kind when he's competing. So I can't tell you, like, he's a hard roll, though he's quite capable of it. You, on the other hand, would know what a hard Lovato roll is. So that's why I think I have to answer in that form. So he, he put us through some wall rounds a couple weeks back. He did nothing but try. He he wanted us to know like he could kill us at any time he wants. He we 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 didn't even have time on. He was just he and it's funny too because he was defending. All right, so I'm in on a deep double leg. I mean hands locked behind the knees. I go to lift him. He just sticks those long arms behind me. Uh, goes with the lift, rolls me over, and then he spends the next 10 minutes just drowning me underneath. Like, I'm doing all the things. I'm framing. I'm trying to move and do this, that, and another. And he just let me know, like, hey, I just could kill you anytime I wanted. So just stay there. Don't move. Uh, and then when, when he finally – I finally just – he t- took my back, right, and my last – resort was to just stand up with this 220 pound man on my back and he finally got up and let go and i was like thank god you know everybody else just looking at me like bruh because i i'm looking to them for help underneath and they're just like sorry just just watching a literal murder happen uh and he's like 
you could have done this, this, and this. And I was like, I was trying to do every <laughs> single thing you just told me I could do. I tried every single one. Every time I moved, you shut every move down. And that's, he just, he had to remind us, you know, he's doing it's that. also infuriating when you go, you were trying to kill me. You, of all people, you, you don't get to tell me this. This is terrible. I know there was a lot of shit I could have done, but guess what? You stopped all of them. Every single thing. Well, you know what's great is now he is two kids. Went from zero to two, Kev. Very quick. So fast. Definitely had the twins. And did he have a a boy twin and a girl twin? Yep. Man, okay. Yeah. Because he was already saying how strong the grips of these kids are, Kevin. And it (laughs) is terrifying. You know, it's you start to work on their swaddle. Just hoping, and I, as soon as I saw my son just like slightly cup up for defense, it's just beaming with pride. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. That's what's up. All right, Kevin. Take the th- neck. I think now we're actually able to transition to the game of Over Under Kevin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to an installment of the show that we like to call Over Under Kevin. My name is Rafa Sparza. I host this part of the show. The way that works is very simple. We give each participant 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win in a given match. We go all the way throughout the card, but it is a randomized order. And yes, although technically the person who gets the most picks correct is the winner, the real winner is the person who talks the best amount of trash. Do you both understand the rules? Kevin, do you understand the rules? This isn't going to be one of these easy Oklahoma tests we're used to. This is going to be a little bit more real time. I think I understand the rules. Where they hand you a master's after they ask you if you got your name right? I do know. And and they don't even check if you spell it right. They're like, no, no. (laughs) They just wave you through. Okay, okay. Uh, Aaron, do you understand the rules? Understood. <laughs> that was the most efficient raf. We need to get to a game. I need to destroy Kevin. Uh and I, I should ask this. I do know how competitive you are in the cage. How competitive are you with games, Aaron? Uh, I hate losing. I don't ever do anything to lose. Uh and I will cheat to win if I have to. This is very good to know. I actually appreciate the cheating element. Um this is not surprising to you, Kevin, though, I'm pretty sure. Nope. No, I'm I'm all set. I was just busy Googling disastrous facts about the Sooner State. I found a few. Beautiful. We're going to hear them in just a second. But right now, we're going to go to our first bout, which is a heavyweight bout between Dontale Mays and Handy. What? That's not a real name. Hamdi, which all the way is still a terrible name. But Hamdi Abdulab. Kevin, you start us off. 15 seconds on the clock, go. Hamdi, I love it. It's not the name, but Don Tails Maze, I immediately just saw DuckTales. I know that's not what it says, but it's Don, comma, or apostrophe tail. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. That took me to place, so I got to go with Don Tail Mize because I thought it was DuckTales. That's might, actually a really good reason. Might name uh, my Eric. next kid DuckTale. Really thinking about it. <laughs> 
Uh, what do you got for us, Aaron? Um, I liked Don Tail, the Ducktail Mace, uh, but I got to go with uh, Hamdi Adelwahaba, uh, just because I can't pronounce it, and lately the guys you can't pronounce have been doing very well. That's, that's a pretty a very good yeah. American approach. Yeah, if you can't, can't spell it, there's a good chance they've got ground and pound. Oh, good. I just realized he's four inches shorter, though. That's harsh. Are you going to change your mind? Where are you at now? Uh, well, no, we got to be different. I don't want to be the same. We can't. It's not a contest. We're the same. I mean, that's good producing. So that's good for me. Bad for you. But I don't hey, know. I mean, we don't know. 100%. Oh, he's no hundred percent is the dying words of somebody. Somebody sitting there going like, I will never be wrong. <laughs> Later that day, he was wrong. And he also died. We're going to a flyweight bout. Aaron, you're going to tell us who's winning between Alexandre Pandoja and Alex Perez. Go. Oh, this one is so hard. Cause I love both of these dudes. Um, Pick one. I'm, I'm going with Perez because uh, he lost to Figueredo more recently. Wait, that's a determining factor? 100%. So he lost more recently is the mindset. Yep. Okay. Kevin? Pantoja, French for the pants are on fire. I have got to go with my man. Panoja from Alexandre. Pretty excited to be able to split the difference. Plus, uh, still hate all people named Alex Perez. Just my rule. Fair. <laughs> yeah, I would ask you this. Wouldn't it have been great if you had said uh, as a, an opposite of just saying like, well, it's been longer since he's lost. I, I, was, I guess <laughs> that's uh, okay. I'll take that note. You know what? Let's redo it. I'll cut and post this whole <laughs> last 20 seconds. Just splice it together so that it's Frankenstein, so that it feels more real. Kevin, you're going to tell us now who's winning in, winning in a women's bantamweight bout between Joselyn Edwards and Ji Yong Kim. Go. I did have to look up if either of these fighters had been in the Fast and the Furious franchise series just to make sure, just to see if someone had the edge. Neither had. So I'm going to go with the pure gut call. Ji Yeon Kim. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Aaron, what do you got on this? Uh, I like it, but I have to go with this Pantera since he went with the last Pantera. So we're going with this Pantera because he went with the other one. So hold on. What, what are we going with here? Joselyn? Joselyn La Pantera Edwards. Oh, yeah, that so was a, a nickname. That's interesting. I don't think you could have two of those on the same card. But I wonder what they say to each other. It's like, actually, that's my name. No, <laughs> my name. Uh, yeah, I think both Pitbull brothers have fought on the same card before, so it counts. That is true. That is true. It does make you feel really weird when you see two people being like, no, 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 please call me Mr. Bull. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to a lightweight bout. Aaron, you continue this party. Tread lightly because friend of the show, Drew Dober, is taking on Rafael Alves, go. I definitely want Dober in this one. Uh, Dober is going to beat that man the same way I'm beating Kevin. This is interesting because Kev, he struck first. So he got to go for friend of the show, Drew Dober, who yeah. also 
Nebraska is almost like Oklahoma, right? I don't know how this goes for the states. So I same feel thing. like they're one in the same, right? Well, the Sooner yeah. State got a D plus for their public school education system, ranking 48 out of 50. But when you're that bad, that feels like a win, I assume, right? <laughs> they were like, we passed. That's what you're saying. Did it. <laughs> and I degrees, baby. wrap it for this podcast because I will say this, and I want to get into a little, I don't want to go too deep into the commentary, but the thing Dober and Alves have that's going to make this fight so explosive is that they could both beat Aaron McKenzie's ass. So I am True. also going to be voting yeah. for Drew Dober here, though. I just wanted to mention that. That was a smart choice. However, this is his division. We... So loser fights McKenzie for the next spot. <laughs> That's what I say I'll here. It. I'll take either or uh, what we should mention here, though, Kevin, is there is some verbal tap math that we're ignoring here. And I think Aaron McKenzie might actually understand this math. So, Aaron, did you know on our show it is statistically bad to bet against the Rafael? And lo and behold, what is happening here? Both of you guys have picked against the Rafael. Now, this is deeply insulting to me, but it's also deeply insulting to your sensei, I believe. Fair, fair. I have only one response. I live yeah. about 20 miles from Judober, and yet I can still <laughs> see the light beaconing off of his abs from the daytime sun. That's how good a shape he's in. So that is a very pretty man. Yep. 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 He's never planes met, aren't uh, allowed to fly past it. They have to go around. He's never met an Instagram filter he didn't like, so good for him. All right, next fight. Kevin, you tell us who's winning. Welterweight bout between Orion, Costco, and Mike Mathlete. Go. Oh, you could only turn the coolest name on the planet, Orion Kosi, into uh, an Americana versus Blood Diamond is what ESPN has. ESPN does this sometimes. They accidentally put your nickname, and all I saw was Blood Diamond. I was like, dope. I love it when they start. So I am going to – I got to go with Blood Diamond. It's like it's calling to me. All right. Yeah, no, it's it's Blood Diamond on topology also, and I'm 100% picking against it. Oh. So you're anti-Blood Diamonds. I want the constellation to smash them. I, that was the I was looking for something starry. Thank you. That we needed that putt. That was so. There we go. I would like he to wins. point this I, out. Respectful gentleman's hat tilt. He wins that round. That's fine. But Costco was a true good pull, and I want to acknowledge him by many mispronunciations. I would compare that joke much like the two largest cities, Oklahoma City and Tulsa's roads. It's got a lot of potholes, a lot of missing so elements. Bad. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, some of the worst in the nation. <laughs> The best part of Aaron right now is he hasn't refuted anything that you've said about him or Oklahoma. He's been like, fact, also true. I Very swear, bad I feel, place to live. I feel like Eminem at the end of 8 Mile right now. I swear to God, I knew. It's all true. <laughs> Aaron, tell us who's winning this flyweight bout, your co-main event. And on this one, I'll actually put 23 seconds. Between Brandon Moreno and Kaikara France. Go. Uh, I got Moreno all day long because he's the biggest nerd uh, I've seen in the UFC, uh, and I love it. I love the kid. Uh, I hated him when he first came in because I thought he was a cocky son of a bitch the way he fought, uh, but I love it now. I, I absolutely am fully backing Brandon Moreno. Interesting. Kevin? This is tough because Kai Kara France has one of my favorite elements, France in his name. Such a lovely country. 
the beauty of it. Good fries. Unbelievable mayonnaise and dipping sauces. You know what I'm going to call the upset here, Raf? Plus 175. Brandon Moreno's had a good run. Does the hunger still exist? Kai Care France. It's the season of the older guys in the UFC. Let's do it. Okay. Thank you for that, Kevin. Appreciate it. It's that. brave. I'm I'm feeling brave though. I'm feeling brave. Good for you. All right, we're going to a heavyweight bout now. It is between Derek Lewis and Sergey Pavlosish. Go, Kevin. I'm up. I'm going Pavlosish because I've got serious concerns about. I believe Raf. Didn't we spend? minutes of an episode imploring Derek Lewis to stop fighting in the UFC. We're very worried about him. Love his spirit. Love his entity. Ready to see him in the WWE or maybe something where they don't attack your knees. But I always get worried. So I'm I'm going with the hard-to-pronounce name. You know what I think Saturday. Derek, Derek Lewis should be doing right now? Derek Lewis should be a, a panelist on something like ridiculousness that just goes, man, that guy's crazy. Yeah, oh, not, no, look at this. Here it comes. Not fighting an extra from the departed. I agree. <laughs> I agree. However, actually, you know what? Derek Lewis should host a version of Ridiculousness on the UFC Fight Pass channel. Mm-hmm. Let's table that and come back to that later. Aaron, who do you got on this fight? Go. Uh, it's really hard to pick against a Russian MMA fighter from Eagles MMA at that. But I will never, ever bet against the Black Beast. Not doing it. When you say never, I ever, it. I nope. would like to test that theory. Would you bet against him in a not lose weight off? Nope. If he wanted to, he could do it. Okay. Okay. I've seen the man just get up too many times. You know, he could, he could lose it if he wanted to. His <laughs> knee is not attached, yet he continues to fight. It's great. All right, so we're making our way down here. We've got a few fights left. We've got about five by my count. Uh, It's about this time that we like to tell the guests there's usually a wager. And as you mentioned earlier, Aaron, MMA, not always the most lucrative of things. So these are not financial bets. However, Kevin, can you give some examples of wagers that have been made on over under Kevin in the past? Sure. There's been some uh, exchanges of drinks some exchanges of shirts there's just been some social media challenges and toast call outs and uh some more recently well actually someone fell in love with ranch water which was hilarious but uh including having to do an american shoey so we've we've really expanded into the more recent things that have been rejected are suggestions i should shave my head especially from those with the military community and service and uh, most things having to do with physical or um, monetary. But there you go. So, Aaron, without saying what it is, if you have one in mind, do you have a wager in mind yet? Um, Sure. Okay, okay. We don't have to say what it is. We wait for a minute. But why don't you hold that? We'll come to it in just a second. But for right now, tell me, Aaron, who is going to win this light heavyweight bout between Nicole Neg Gum Keanu and I Hor Portland. Yeah. Aaron, go. 15. Uh, let's go with Ehor 
because his nickname is the Duelist, and I just imagine him being a mean Yu-Gi-Oh player. Excellent, Kevin. This one is a tough. Which name's harder to pronounce? <laughs> situation we've got a really who la- who closed closer. I'm gonna go because I think Nikolai, while easier and Ehor, pretty understandable. Neger Mariniru, hardest name I've ever seen. I don't understand <laughs> it. I've heard it 26 times. I thought it was one of the Khabib brothers at first, and then I was like, wait, there's no Aga made off part. So that one. See, you went Khabib brother. I thought at first I was like, am I looking at a women's division? The women, they don't have a light heavyweight division. Mm. Nicole, oh, it's a dude. Oh. Nikolai, Nikolai, they need to learn how to America over here. So that's my thought process. Light heavyweight bout, Anthony Smith, Magomed, Anka leave. Kevin, what do you got? Okay, I'm going with Anka leave because I cannot. These are staggering odds. This isn't even something must be wrong with Anthony Smith. And I love him so much. I don't understand it, but I can't in good faith. Okay, so you're going Magomed on this one. I'll tell you both the odds after this. Okay, it's please. intense. Uh, Aaron, what do you have for us? 15, please. Yeah, first time I'm actually going to just go ahead and pick with him because uh, I love Anthony Smith and I love the Lion Hart. Uh, but the poor dude's taken way too much damage the last two years, uh, even if he is on a winning streak. Uh, Magomed's probably going to chain him early, I think. Okay. Um, Minus you- five. Oh, you. no, you were about yeah, to say it. Oh, I had a joke, but I'm going to let you do your analysis first. No, minus 550. I was just going to say that. Uh, so anytime I don't feel comfortable going to visit at a bar with a group of friends and I want to do that Irish exit, I'm actually going to say that uh, I'm going to leave. No, didn't work on that one. Know, I yeah, fuck that. That delirious. Oh, is it the Ankalave? Is that it? Yeah. Oh. I, I just, I was so. <laughs> Sorry committed was... to getting it out there that the setup I didn't quite hit it as much as so you got Magami I'm gonna leave I'll uh, add the laugh track in post fuck alright hold on wait do I have the ability to you don't hear my fucking sound effects do you you know alright fuck that alright move it <laughs> move it up welterweight bout Alex Morano versus Matthew this is a fake name Samesies name. Yeah, Samesies Burger. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us? Fifteen seconds. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, Sammy the Jetty here. Sammy the Jetty. Uh, it's hard to bet against somebody that uh, is calling himself a semi Jedi, so he's got to be at least half. Uh, so let's go with Matt the semi Jedi here. Terrible nickname, by the way. Uh, Kevin, what do you have for us? I'm 15. going with Murano. Same reason. The semi Jedi, not good. You don't <laughs> brag of it's like, oh, I had a semi erection. It's not an impressive thing. It's like I, I semi won the fight. It's like, wait, what? Adding semi in front of it, the I don't like the lack of confidence. He's got like five metachlorians. He's very low. <laughs> I just love the fact that there's somebody here who goes. I wasn't good enough to be a Jedi. You know, I, I didn't quite finish my training like some people, and we saw that worked out for him. Uh, I don't know, Kev. I think this is one of those weird-ass ones where 
uh, Samesy's burger. The piece should that I, actually yeah, just use Samesy's burger. Yeah, you're welcome yeah, to good Sa- Matthew Good Samesy's burger. He could have done that and then add a little good burger nostalgia to it. But absolutely, missed opportunity and branding. If we're being the shirt here. the franchise, yeah, he missed a whole he missed a movie. All right, Kev, you can redeem yourself here because this is a lightweight bout between Dracker Close and Rafa Garcia. Go. Yeah, I love the name Drakar so much, and I get to pick first. I'm taking <laughs> Glenn's son, Drakar. Okay. Aaron, what do you got for us, 30? Uh, yeah, so short story here. Uh, Drakar lost his opponent two weeks ago, and I I had my name in before it even became official. Uh, unfortunately, Rafa was willing to take it, so good on him. Sucks for me. Uh, but that was one I was really hoping to get. I would have loved to fight Dracar Close. But with that being said, uh, Dracar Close is 100% most likely going to win this fight. But I'm picking Hoffa because he is a gifted. Uh, and uh, I think he could uh, knock down Dracar Close. Did you just make him Italian in the way you presented his name? Because he's a uh, gifted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's also a cousin of Mario. He's, he's awful short. He's five seven. When, That's not good. When most people say quick story, it's never that cool. <laughs> that was the right. coolest quick story edition. It's like, P.S. My name was in for this fight. It's like, holy shit, what? Dope. Well, Kevin, cool. Most people say quick story, and I put my seatbelt of pain on. I don't know. What, we're headed into a wall. It's not going to be good. It's going to take a while. You no short, sweet. I was supposed to be in this fight. You know, good on him, but I was ready to dominate. Awesome. And Kevin, Great it only note. took. A hundred of these for but somebody, nailed it. yeah, for somebody to actually say, "Oh, by the way, I was supposed to have this fight because was not part of knowledge that I was privy to." But I just like that we casually say, "Who's going to win this fight?" And the person on the other line, the fighter, going <laughs> like, "What well, would have been me?" By the way, quick story would have been me. Would have yeah. won. That would have. Uh, he might have been harder to get tonight, though. So I think we're the winners. <laughs> I think so too. It did look out in our favor. And that's the reason why he is our hundredth. So no pressure, but pressure. All right. I think this is the last fight of the night. I'll double check the numbers, but I'm pretty sure this is the last one. And on this one, I put 30 seconds on the clock because it is your main event. I don't want to yell too loud, but on this one, you have the rematch of the half year, not the century, not the decade. It's just like, just happened recently they did a tough season but you have the champ juliana pena taking on the lioness the former goat questionable goat always goat very difficult to ascertain maybe we'll find out more on this fight amanda noons aaron you lead us off 30 seconds go who's winning this fight and why because i'm going first i'm picking amanda to get her title back because i feel like she is the better fighter of the two i feel like she's more powerful i feel like she has better technique but that being said being a mom is hard and she hasn't been the same fighter since she's been a mom i'm still picking her okay okay kev all week i've been thinking about this it's only tuesday so but all week I've been contemplating, is the Rocky 3 message here 
to be listened to? Has history shown us? Once you lose that hunger, and more importantly, once you lose that fear that you can't be beat, do you ever get it back? Name the fighter who got it back. It's pretty short list. Uh, maybe, right? There you go. I think GSP. Let's put it. Screw it. I can't think of anyone else. Add GSP. And do not add John Jones because it doesn't count if it's with the police. You have to do it in the cage. I think we are going to see two for two. We interviewed Juliana yeah. many years ago. She said, I'm going to be champ. She's champ. She said after that, I'm going to be champ next time I fight her too. I'm going to believe her. So we're going to see how it goes. I'm going with Juliana Pena. Excellent. Um, here's some good news. In my double checking, I did find we did miss a fight. So I'm going to ask you guys to give me out. Oh, this. yeah. You missed fuck it. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm mad I about that, miss, too, but for a different reason. Uh, Michael Moresh and Adam fuck it, as Kevin has pronounced. And Kevin, you can start this one off 15 for you. Morales. Fugit's not even pictured. It's not good. And Aaron? Yeah, nah. Morales is going to absolutely smack him. He's going to... Yeah. Uh, short story. Uh, I was in for this one, too. I Shut up! Oh, you're a beast! Stupid stuff. I, I don't care, dude. I don't care who I got to fight. Just let me in the UFC. I'm here for all of it. I want the smoke. Let me in there before I'm too old to do this shit anymore. You're my favorite guest. And speaking of, you just had a birthday. Happy it's birthday. True. Thank you. I do find it remarkable that you became the first person to not only have a fight that was supposed to happen on a card, but also the second person who also was supposed to have a fight on the same card. So you can fight can at history. light or welter? You just oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm big at 55. Like, I walk around usually in between 75 and 80, and I've been a little uh, heavier than that lately. But, uh, yeah, I, I'd take something at 70 to get in. I'd take something on 70 on 10 hours notice if I had to. I don't care. Awesome. So it, what I'm are in the... like a rainstorm if it sounds a little bit like it, by the way. Sorry about that. Colorado. It's, it's getting hailed. All, all good. When do you see yourself fighting? And follow-up question, now that you've played this game, do you understand there is the possibility we might pick against you at some point? Oh, absolutely. I don't give a damn. People pick against me all my life. But I mean, we know you. I, I won't be doing it, sir. <laughs> Not after this combo. <laughs> all right. So in the event that sometimes there are ties, and it does weirdly happen, like this whole Michael Morales bullshit that we just did for no reason, apparently. If you guys tie, we go to performances of the night as a tiebreaker. So there's usually two performances of the night and a fight of the night. So having said that, I'm going to start with you, Aaron. Who are two individuals that you think could win performances of the night and one fight of the night? All right. Let's get uh, Moreno and Care France for my fight of the night. And then I got Michael Morales getting himself a performance bonus. And let's go with Ankalev as well. You mean Ankalev? That's the one. Okay. You know what? That's what it was. It's not supposed to be. I'm going to leave. It's Ankalev. That's it. You can tell me I'm whatever you want. I ain't going to leave. 
I'm gonna stay here all night. I'm gonna get drunk. That's what I'm gonna do. That's the joke. All right, we fixed it. Kev, what do you got? I've got fight of the night going to Pena Noons. I have performance of the night one going to Drew Dober. I almost put his abs, but I don't think they're going to be that specific. And then I have performance of the night two. And this one's, I'm trying not to hedge, but I really did think about putting Brandon Moreno in here, but I'm going to put Don tails. So I've got Dober, Don tails, Pena Nunez. Noted. Don Tails, it is a woohoo. All right. Aaron, the time has come. You said that you had an idea for a bet. Now we'll hear you out. What is the wager you'd like to make with Kevin Phillips on the show for this? Kevin, you want to take some uh, tequila shots? Almost always. You accidentally <laughs> picked, uh, punishment. picked one of the few I like. Let's go. <laughs> I have an idea here, Raph. I have one. Yeah, so roasts and toasts. Loser has to take the three shots and do a camera message for the winner. That's great. Either promoting the state or just their overall greatness. Sounds good to me. And here's why we would like you better than Ben Folks, noted MMA writer. Ben Folks is supposed to drink from some cracking ass vodka or some bullshit that he proposed, and we have yet to see that video. That was his fault. Uh, And, yes, did I just subscribe to his Substack where he is writing again? Yeah. But I did it angrily because he's that good at writing, that bad at losing. So, having said all that, Kev, you agree to these terms? I accept these terms. With legendary fighter Aaron McKenzie. And Aaron, you seem to be very much on board. Uh, Do you feel better now having competed against Kevin? You said that you don't like losing, but there is a possibility that not only will you lose, but that you would have to drink and then talk about how good Kevin is on camera. Is there really a loser if you get to drink tequila after? Yeah, see, this is where I find... Your definition of a losing wager to be one of the most advantageous ones I think that has ever been put on the show. And one that I've actually encouraged because I thought about it and I go, wait, did you just threaten him with a good time? That's the worst (laughs) idea I've ever heard in my life. However, he would have to cut a video right after. That is pretty good. It's in the top three reasons he's my favorite guest. (laughs) So it's not the top one. Top three. I will say, though, there is a part of me, Kevin, and maybe you can kind of affirm this, that thought at some point, even in the female fights, he was like, yeah, I was offered the Juliana Pena fight as well. I was prepared to fight Jocelyn Edwards. I was ready. Yeah. I mean, listen, it wasn't my first choice, but I said, oh, I mean, I could win the women's championship right then and there. Why not? Yeah. I'm in. So I fight women's 35s. Listen, uh, you shouldn't, though, but I'm glad that you volunteered to do so. Let me just say how this works. So right now we all go our separate ways. But next week, Aaron, as a courtesy, we always invite the person who played over under Kevin to return. So if you'd be willing to return, we'd love to have you come back. We'll talk about the fights. And then we're all in good spirits together. And who knows? Maybe everybody on this telecast can already be pre-gaming with some tequila. I Listen, I'm not saying how this stuff works. 
And it does make for a weirder thing when you can only hear it, but you'll hear it if you've ever heard most podcasts when they drink. So uh, can we see you next week, sir? Surely. Beautiful. Aaron, why don't you go and plug your stuff? Tell people where they can find you and tell people where they can give you a fight. Because for God's sake, we should put you on one of these next UFC cards. I don't want to do another installment of Over Under Kevin where you say every fight. Yeah, I was supposed to have this one too. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, they did offer me Drew Dober. Oops, I forgot. Yeah, no, surely. Um, I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm staying in shape. I'm staying ready. Uh, I'm I'm here for any UFC call that comes up at 55 or 70 for the next couple months. Uh, but if something hasn't happened by September, October, uh, let's get your boy to let's get your boy to Asia. I want to go see some some of the world. I'd love to go to one. I'd love to go to Risen. Uh, I I want that all the way. You know, I I love the Asian MMA market. Uh, I think that they're very appreciative of the sport and of martial arts as a whole, and that's that's something I'm here for, and that's something I want to be a part of. So uh, maybe maybe UFC in Asia. That's that's the uh, that's the dream. I do appreciate the fact that that had a much better ending than I thought it was going. Kevin, I thought for a split second, he's like, if you don't get this guy a fight. You're going to find a fight outside the local bar where I will be perusing at 8 p.m. If you want to fight, show up, but you got to buy me beers before and after. That's the rule. I'm in. Well, he is at McKenzie AJ. You can find him on the socials. Raph, that'll do it for us tonight. I'm Kevin, thanks for listening. Good night and good fight, everybody. A good day, sirs. Please note, the new number is...